Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am chatting with Recent Wishes bride Kate Robinson, who had her wedding in a place you don't see used a lot at Walt Disney World, and I thought it would be interesting to talk to her and find out how she chose this and what it was like to use this venue, and of course hear all the other exciting details of her day. So welcome, Kate. Thank you, Carrie. Well, thanks for being on the show today. First, I'll just start with the basic questions. I'm always curious to know how people chose Disney for their wedding. So how did you choose a wedding at Disney? Well, I've loved Disney ever since I was little, as I know a lot of brides say on here. But Scott and I have been together since we were in high school, and that was actually the first trip we had ever taken together when we were teenagers. We have a very large group of friends and family that we go down with several times a year. We always have ever since we were younger. And um, we really wanted to have our wedding at a place that is special for not just us, but all the people that we're really close to. And it did turn out that way. It was great. I mean, we knew all of those people that we vacationed with that were going to be there. And um, they did come and we had so much fun. And I really wanted to do something different that somebody had never done before. You see a lot of people having their weddings in ballrooms around here. And there's not really any outdoor venues. And Disney gave us a lot of choices as well. So that was really a big part of why we wanted to do it there. But really, I would say because it's just someplace special for the two of us and for our family. That's cool. And so it sounds like you knew you were going to have a lot of guests. So pretty much Escape was out. You had to do a Wishes event. Is that right? Yeah. My immediate family itself is huge. My parents are divorced. So I have a stepmother and a stepfather and I have five siblings and you know, my grandparents and there's extra grandparents and it's just his family's not too big, but mine is. So we couldn't fit everybody into an escape event. And I actually really think even if I had a smaller family, I would have gone with a wishes event because it's customizable. And I really liked having the freedom to, you know, essentially choose anything that I wanted within reason, of course. But I like that it wasn't like a package deal with a wishes event as well. And it sounds like your friends and family were probably going to be pretty much on board. Did you get any kind of crazy reactions when they found out where you were getting married? Most of them were really excited. I did, of course, as usual, the guest list grew and grew and grew because I do have a very large extended family as well. So that extended family that I invited, some of them weren't very excited. I think they were a little taken aback because we were asking them to travel. We did let them know we're going to have a reception at home. So we wanted to give them that option. But I actually was really surprised in the end because the ones that weren't that excited ended up coming and they had so much fun and were saying it was the best wedding they've ever been to. And I was just absolutely shocked because I really didn't think any of them were going to come and they didn't. I'm so glad that they did. Huh. But the ones that we go with all the time, I was a no-brainer. I knew they were coming. <laughs> That's cool. It turned out that way. How many guests did you end up having? 96 total. We were expecting about 75. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, we got more than we bargained for. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good turnout for a destination wedding. How far, where did most of your family travel from? Upstate New York, Albany, New York, majority of us. We had some family that was already in Florida. We had some people from California, but the majority were from upstate New York. Okay. And so now tell us a little bit about the locations that you chose for your ceremony and your reception and how you chose them. Well, it was really difficult because my main concern was the reception. I wanted to do something outside. I didn't want to go all the way to Disney to be in a ballroom, which probably would have been a lot less stressful because I didn't have to worry about weather if I did it that way. But I wanted to do something that I couldn't do at home. Trying to find something that was different in Disney that I hadn't really seen before was difficult. I happened to be there one weekend and saw a corporate event at the Yacht Club Marina, and I loved it. And I kept thinking, oh my gosh, I could do this, I could do that, it could be like I could do whatever I wanted. And I think once I decided on that location, it made it really easy. I wanted to do the Yacht Club Gazebo because it was so close, and that took out a lot of the transportation costs. Um, a lot of the logistical problems of getting people from one place to another because all I really had to do was walk from the Yacht Club gazebo to the Yacht Club marina. And I had never really seen a wedding there, so I kind of wanted to be different. But it also was kind of tough because I didn't really have a lot of information on it. So I really utilized my planner, and she ended up having to check on a lot of things for me because <laughs> nobody had ever had their wedding there. But it ended up perfect, so I'm really glad I chose that place. That's great. And I can't wait to see the pictures because the boardwalk makes such a gorgeous backdrop. And that was basically the backdrop of your whole reception. Yeah, it was amazing. I actually just got the pictures back today and went through them. So I can't wait to upload them so people can see them because I had no idea what everything was going to look like. But the boardwalk was fabulous. And the fireworks from Illuminations actually were there as well. So people that had never been to Disney before were so excited and shocked that there were fireworks. I think they thought that we did it. Aww. And I was like, no, it's just from just just from illuminations at Epcot. It happens every night. <laughs> we just got to see it. Huh. But that's a good point because you, you really had a lot of bang for your buck in that location. You were right near your ceremony site. You didn't have to pay for extra transportation. You got fireworks, you know, borrowed fireworks, the high ones from Epcot. It sounds like it might actually be a really economical choice. It really was. We didn't have to spend anything on decorations. I mean, I got upgraded tables and linens and chairs because I was so afraid we were going to get moved inside for rain. I didn't want to be in the ballroom with just the banquet chairs and just regular linens. I wanted to have a backup, I guess, in case we did get stuck inside so that I didn't just have kind of cookie cutter tables and chairs and linens. But we didn't even really need it. But it did come out really nice when we did have them. But we didn't have any really floral or anything extra there at all. So it actually worked out really well because it didn't take away from the beautiful view that we had on the water. It was just it was just perfect. I, and the pictures came out wonderful from what I saw so far today. So another question I had about that venue because I've walked past like you say corporate events there and the path that guests walk on is like right there and they just divide it yeah. with, you know, bushes or stanchions or something. Did you find that was an issue? Did you not even notice? Did you have lurky lose? <laughs> oh, we had lurky lose already. And, and honestly, it, it didn't bother me. They didn't put any bushes or stanchions or anything up to block it. They did have the section. It was kind of the L-shaped section of the marina roped off. And they did kind of have people watching it. We did have one woman in the beginning who was 
kind of making her way inside. What? <laughs> um, yeah, she made her way inside and they had to ask her to leave. And, you know, I, I would have loved to have had her come in, but it was kind of weird that she kind of just walked in. And at one point during the dinner, I turned around and saw a couple I didn't even know, but they were very well dressed. So I think they kind of just walked through. They weren't bothering anybody, but they just kind of walked through. Maybe they didn't know what they were doing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to scare people, but it was, I mean, it was fine. Usually Disney was pretty good about keeping people out. A lot of people stopped and took pictures on the walkway, but it was actually kind of funny. And the best part, I think, was during the reception when everybody was dancing, the rooms to the yacht club with the balconies, people were out there dancing on their balconies and waving to us. And it was actually really fun. You could see people dancing in their rooms if you looked hard enough. It was hilarious. That's cool. (laughs) Made for some good pictures. So did you have a DJ or an iPod or something? We had a DJ. We were going to go with an iPod, but we decided that we didn't want to have anybody kind of designated to take care of that. And actually, we had DJ Chuck, and he was great. He kept everything going. He actually asked us what kind of DJ style we wanted. We kind of said we wanted somebody that was laid back, and because we have a pretty rowdy group, and we didn't need him to get anything going for us. So it was loud. I mean, I'm surprised that they... They let us go until 10 o'clock at night, but we had a lot of music and lots of dancing, and it was a lot of fun. I'm glad we went with the DJ because it's such a big space, too, and you're outside, so I feel like the iPod might not be enough for that you. Right. Well, that's really cool. Now, did you add any Disney touches, or did you have a theme? You said you didn't do much in the decor department. For Disney touches, I really didn't do too much. The extent of Disney, I guess, was in my bouquet. It was a brooch bouquet. I had a Mickey pin in there. I had a lot of um, family heirlooms in there, and I wanted to kind of put something different in there. So I put a Mickey in there. And I have a Mickey ring that I wear every day that I wore that that day, too, because it's my favorite, other than my wedding rings, of course. But we did that. That was the extent of the Disney touches. And for our theme, we really didn't have one. We just kind of went with things that we liked. Our colors were aqua and orange, and we tried to offset that with neutrals. Our dining chairs were a dark mahogany brown, and I think it kind of made for a cool contrast in the pictures especially and and on the boardwalk. Um, We were kind of eclectic, and my mind went in a million different directions every time I tried to think of a theme. So I gave up on it, and I'm actually really glad I did because I think not planning anything was the best decision I could have made for a theme. That's great. So then for the overall planning of the wedding, what turned out to be the most and least important aspects where maybe you focused your time and your attention or your budget or you saved money and you saved time? I definitely referred to your advice for that. And I chose the three most important things to me, which was my photography, my food and drink, and those tables and chairs and linens in case I got moved inside. So I think once we realized what was the most important, it made it easy to say, that we didn't want to spend a lot of money on things like the floral and the decor because of our location. We really didn't need anything. So we were able to focus on the food and the drinks. We had a buffet. You can only have a buffet at that location. And actually, I really liked that because I feel like we got a lot for what we paid for. And the drinks we had, I believe it was just beer and wine. It was a hosted bar and That was really important because I felt like we were asking people to travel. So we wanted to provide them with drinks. And we do have a a group that drinks. So, And the tables and the chairs and the linens, that wasn't super expensive. But we, because we didn't focus on too much floral, we did have that money left over 
to make sure that we had something extra for that. That's great. I noticed that you had a three-tiered cake and then you also got a sheet cake. Did you end up needing all that cake or how did that go? (laughs) They did try to talk me into the sheet cake. They said that the three-tier cake would feed about 50 people. And we had almost double that. So they didn't give us any cake to bring home other than our top layer with us. Mm -hmm. So I am assuming that it was all gone. It was kind of one of those things where I had no idea what was going on. We actually weren't even supposed to have a cake cutting and it kind of just happened, which actually I was really glad it turned out that way because it made for some really nice pictures. So I'm really glad that they kind of messed up on that, but it was perfect actually. So it actually worked out in my favor. <laughs> That's interesting. How did they create a cake cutting? Like they dragged you over and said, hey, cut the cake now or what? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I really kind of just went with it and it didn't bother me at the time. I mean, I'm, a lot of things, you know, were different that day. And I just kind of said to myself at the beginning of the day, if anything goes wrong or differently, I'm not going to let it bother me. And it worked. Nothing bothered me. <laughs> Pretty easy going because a lot of things did get changed around um, last minute. I mean, they kind of just said, oh, we're going to cut the cake now. The DJ made the announcement and we walked over and we did it. <laughs> ah. What other things changed on the day of or didn't go like you were expecting? Other than my husband wearing the completely wrong tie, <laughs> which I didn't notice until we were taking our pictures after the ceremony, our officiant was Tim Herring, and he called that morning when I was getting ready, and he wasn't going to be able to make it. But he did line up Jack Day for us, huh. and he was great. He was, you know, I had met Tim before. He was great, but Jack was also wonderful, and that, that worked out just fine. It didn't really bother me. It was just something that I was glad he took care of before he told me that he wasn't going to be able to make it. And something happened with our seating. We had had rocks as our place cards and wrote people's names on there because we figured it was outside. We didn't want anything to blow away. And it was super windy that day, so it was actually a really good idea. And um, they didn't really put them with table numbers. So they were trying to just tell people where to sit. And thankfully, my planner interjected and told everybody, no, no, there's supposed to be table numbers for everybody. And she grouped them all together for me and she took care of it. I didn't even know this was happening, but I guess there was just some sort of miscommunication somewhere with her assistants and nobody knew that they were supposed to sit at specific tables and they thought it was supposed to be open seating, but they figured it out, thankfully, before everybody got there. And that's what's so great about having a Disney planner is that they will take care of that stuff for you and they will try to make sure that you don't even find out about it. Absolutely. I had no idea until after the fact. And my mom was the one that told me because I guess she was talking with my mom, but it was wonderful. I really didn't have to worry about anything even when things did go wrong. That's cool. Was there anything beforehand that you were worried about or you thought would be a big deal and then it turned out not to be? I was really, really worried about I was worried about clouding on the tables after the fact, Um, and I never thought to say not to do it, and it did happen. (laughs) And for those of you who are listening, clouding is my personal pet peeve, and it sounds like it's one of Kate's too. It's where they take the linens and they puff them up into these big swirly bubbles on the top of the table instead of just making it flat and clean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it, it was not what I was expecting at all. I mean, I thought about it that day, of course, and... It happened, but it turned out not to be a huge deal. I mean, I saw him in my pictures today, and it was fine. It it came out just fine, but that was a concern the day of. A couple of weeks before the wedding, I was very concerned about the ceremony chairs because they were just the plain white rounded top chairs that the resort provides. We got them for free, and we were trying to save as much money as we could. 
I was under the impression that they were the square topped white folding chairs. Right. And they weren't. And I didn't like them when I had seen them in pictures and when I had seen them before, when I had been walking by and seeing ceremonies at the Yacht Club gazebo. But that day, I didn't even think about it. It didn't even bother me. And when I look at it in my pictures now, it doesn't bother me at all. That's um, I had the chairs I wanted for my reception, and that was really what I cared about. So That's good. Good to know. So what was your favorite memory of your wedding day? My favorite memory, I would say... There was this one point at the end of the night where my husband Scott and I were kind of standing looking over the water and turning around and looking at everybody else dancing and enjoying themselves. The fireworks had just ended and it was just kind of a nice moment where we could just spend some time alone together and we had a lot of privacy. Nobody was really bothering us, but we were able to kind of just overlook it, ev- overlook everything and um, just see everybody having so much fun. And I mean, we were out there dancing all night, but It was a completely different perspective to just see everybody enjoying themselves. It was just a nice moment that we got to share together. And somebody that one of my coworkers actually told me to do that. So I didn't plan on that happening. It just kind of happened. And I'm glad it did because she was right. It was nice to just take that few minutes and enjoy ourselves together and just kind of have a different view of the day. That's wonderful. Yeah, I think, and like you say, when you're in it, you sometimes forget to do that. And it's neat that you, it happened that you were able to get that perspective because, yeah, suddenly you realize what all the buildup has been for and, and you can really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was it was a really good advice. I'm really glad that I took it, <laughs> even though I didn't mean to. <laughs> uh, is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? The one thing that I would have definitely done differently was have a microphone stand at the ceremony. Originally, our planner and our BEO had it so that we were, um, my husband was going to be mic'd and that the reverend was going to have a mic. And once he saw that, my husband flipped out. He didn't want anybody to have hear exactly what he was saying because he knew he was going to mess up the words and he was really embarrassed and he didn't want the mic on. So we just had them take all of that out altogether We had an iPod set up at our ceremony, so we still had to pay for the audio package, but it actually did take a big chunk of money off to take the mics off, and actually nobody could hear us Uh. at all. I kind of wish that we just had one microphone stand near the reverend or just near us so people could kind of hear because nobody could hear us. And nobody was angry, and it really didn't upset me too much. But a lot of people were laughing about it afterwards. We all laugh about it. They're like, oh, we could see you. You were laughing at something up there. We didn't know what you were laughing about. My little brother was the best man, and he dropped the rings. So nobody really knew what happened when we were laughing because they couldn't hear us. But (laughs) that was the one thing I think I would do differently is just have a mic there because we did have so many people. The people that were sitting in the first two or three rows could probably hear us, but not really – anybody past those two rows could hear anything that we were saying. And I think they would have liked to have heard. No, I agree. And I see this a lot that people are trying to save money. And one of the first things they say is, do I really need to have a mic at the ceremony? And I think I think Disney's rule of thumb is like, if you have more than 25 guests, and for me, I think almost any situation, it improves it because that's sort of the whole point of the reason people are there. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? When you tell people you're getting married at Disney, don't be alarmed by their reactions. I had so many people that were assuming that I was getting married in front of the castle, and that just wasn't the case. I know a lot of people do that, and that's great. Um, We didn't want to do that, though. We wanted to do something that was a little different, and a lot of people seem to be taken aback at the fact that you're asking them to travel 
and they'll get over it. If they want to come, they'll come. If not, they'll send you their well wishes. Don't worry about it. Don't let anybody else stress you out. I know I did that in the beginning of the planning process and it made it kind of miserable for me at first because I was so worried about what other people were thinking. And then once I let go of that, it was so much fun to plan it and get everything together. So, Yeah, that's great advice. Now, is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Well, I'm a little ashamed because I have a Discord account. Um, and I had a thread started called Kate and Scott's Fairy Tale Wedding, I think it was. I could pull it up and find the actual name. I had that account going and I started a whole thread and was religious with it. And then I just kind of stopped because I was working so much. But I now have my photos and I want to add them because I want people to be able to see everything because I really had no information when I was planning. And it really would have been nice to just see what it looked like to, you know, ask somebody how it was for them. You know, if somebody has a specific question, I'd be happy to answer it for them. I mean, now that I've got all of this stuff done, hopefully I will get on there and add those pictures. But my name is Paige Turner, so you can just look me up (laughs) and I'm going to have those pictures up there soon. Okay, cool. And I'll put a link also in the post for this show. Perfect. All right. Well, Kate, thanks so much for being on the show today. I think you've offered a lot of great ideas for saving money, a really nifty venue idea that has a lot of advantages. And I think people are going to enjoy listening to this show. So thanks so much. Oh, no problem. It was so nice talking to you, Carrie. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>